The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here and uh, analyze this and um, want to thank, thank Daryl Jashin, our team director, uh, for joining us. Uh, we should be linking um, with um, Holly Louise and uh, Julius Jackson for our Norris to Flourish um, November edition. I'm hoping for that. But, you know, when um, Mr. Martin uh, <clears throat> asked that question, it brought me back to that that uh, window that I always reference that, that January 2000 window and uh, we could still find the story on the source when um, that cold front worked its way through um, the territory and uh, the article is a January 26, 2000 article, how cold has it been? Officially, no telling you could, go on the, you could google that on, on the source, St. Thomas source and he said, don't bother trying to find out what the official low temperature was in the Virgin Islands on any particular chilly night in the last couple of weeks. The answer is the same. No matter the date, there wasn't any. That's because there is no official climactic data recording station in the Virgin Islands. Now, that has changed, right? Because um, Jose Alemán told us um, uh, last week, uh, Monday last week, that um, they were here um, working on the weather stations, of course. Um, <clears throat> and Ryan Chambers um, actually followed up with that on Monday when we spoke with him. And this was um, Henry Laskowski, lead forecaster for NOAA in San Juan. That's what he was explaining. And he said, at the St. Thomas and St. Croix airports, automated observation systems record temperatures and other weather data for transmission to the NOAA station in San Juan. However, hardly anybody spends their nights at an airport, and the temperature there at or near sea level are likely to be significantly higher than those at higher elevations where much of the population resides. So this is exactly what Tyrone uh, was saying, right? But officially, unofficially, there is no question it has been bone-chilling cold lately, even for January in the American paradise. And St. John Border Mountain resident Fred Trazer recalled, last year we had one very cold short period of two to three days. But he said in the five years that he has lived here, and that was from 95 to 2000, this is the longest sustained period. Naturalist Will Henderson who also lives on the mountain, has been keeping his own records for years. This month, he recorded lows of 62 on January 17th and January 18th, and 63 on January 16th, 19th, and 20th. That was a five-day period between the 16th and the 20th. Normally, I'm five degrees lower than sea level, he said, and his home is about 1,000 feet up. And that corresponds to what they normally cite as one degree per 200 feet of elevation. So, Tyrone, excellent question. And then now we get, you know, the scientific formula. Okay? 
He suggested that it probably is probably more significant than the daily highs drop down for that period. He recorded maximums of 69 degrees for the 16th, 17th, and 19th. Henderson also cited the winds of that period up on the mountain. It was roaring. My anemometer, a device to measure wind speed, blew away, and I haven't replaced it. And St. Croix, Sally Lawetz, whose late mother-in-law collected weather data for NOAA for many years, said the thermometer at her home on the island's west end has gotten down to 62, with a couple of days of 63 and 64 this month. That's nowhere near a record, though. She said we had 54 degrees once, about 20 years ago. You could see your breath. It was delightful. <laughs> and all that stuff. That's interesting. Now, there's a reference here to Crown Mountain. Right? Well, listen, uh, family patriarch Fritz Lawetz, of course, you know, he was a great senator out of the West, the bull out of Adelie, recalled that once the thermometer at his property showed a sudden drop to 41. The same day, hail was reported on St. Croix. But that was just a fluke that quickly passed, he said. Atop, atop St. Thomas's Crown Mountain, the same reference, farmer Michael Brand is still wearing long sleeve shirts to work every morning. His wife, Tracy, said, there's no thermometer up there, she said, but this is the coldest it's been in a very long time. Fortunately, she added, the chickens have thick feathers. It's a great article, man. I think everybody should read it and say over the Martin Luther King Day weekend, January 14 and 17, in addition to experiencing plummeting temperatures, the whole territory was buffeted by high and howling winds. And that's the thing me and Doc Cole were talking about last week. The hawk. That's how we the college. We went to college, right? And 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 you know, cool. They said the hawk is howling. You check. Uh I'm telling you it was bad. You check. So, you know, we spoke about that um Monday when I spoke with Ryan Chambers. You know, we had this. I'm telling you, I've never I I, I can remember it like yesterday, and it's been twenty two years, almost twenty three. Come January, you know. Um, so, with global warming, right? <clears throat> you know, you know the you know the the um the application, right? Um, for every action, there's an opposite. And okay, for every action, there's an opposite and equal reaction. So, if they're gonna get very very hot, like we talk about Chicago, Chicago is known to get very very cold. You know what I'm saying? If it gets very, very hot in the summertime, it gets very, very cold uh, in the winter. So that's a good question by Tyrone. And that's something that we need to look at in terms of our infrastructure, in terms of measuring temperatures and all that stuff. Um, yes, we use the airports um, um, as our weather uh, locations. But, you know, at some time, we need to also look at the higher points uh, as, as an indicator uh, as well. Holly Louise has joined the conversation. Been a long time, man. How are you, Holly? It's been so long. Oh my God, I miss you, Holly, man. Seriously, it's been too long. I know, I know. I miss y'all too. Yeah, how you been? I've been very good. Mm-hmm. She got house Very good. It's been a good, busy time. How about yourself? Everything is well. Can't complain. I, you know, I took a little vacation towards the latter part of October into November. It went well. And uh, oh, so, good. Yeah, I was up in the Northeast. I was up upstate New York and Toronto and all that stuff. And then, uh, oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I drove. I drove that too. I, I, I didn't fly. I drove that. So I, I was out in elements. I keep bragging about it because it was really a beautiful drive. That time of year is nice. Were you in Buffalo at all? Yeah, I overnight. I overnight in Buffalo. Overnight in Buffalo Friday, Thursday night, and then drove up to Toronto Friday morning, and and then drove back down Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon to New York City. Just be- a beautiful time of year. And uh, oh wow, yeah, I went through um Finger Lakes area, Syracuse, Binghamton. Oh my goodness, it's lovely. Oh wow, and then I went down to Lexington, Kentucky. I went to see the, went to the horse races. You know me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, so I went down there. Oh, Saratoga? Did you stop in Saratoga? No, well, Saratoga is the summertime. I did that in August. Um, you did uh, that in August. Got it, got yeah, I did it in August. So this time of year, uh, we, we do the fall tracks. And uh, so I went to Keeneland. I flew down. I flew to Indianapolis uh, because I'm telling you, Holly, I'm telling everybody who's listening now, right? Um, okay. I, 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 rent, I, I, I like to rent cars. Be careful where you're renting cars from. They'll charge you an arm and a neck. Uh, <laughs> not an arm and a leg, an arm and a neck. Uh, because <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they're, listen, they're trying to make up for that money they lost in the pandemic. And cars that you'll normally get for $60 a day, they charge you 120 It's ridiculous. So I had to fly to Indianapolis to get a good rate and drove down to Cincinnati and spent the night down there. Spent the weekend down there, but uh, it, was, it was nice. And this time of year is a good time to travel because uh, the fall is good. Now, come Christmas time, you know, they'll, they'll take an arm, a neck, and a leg because it's ridiculous. Yes, they will. <laughs> yes, they will. I'm just going to drive back to the city. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. figure out my schedule close enough. So it'll be beautiful, though. I'm going to stop at all the major trees lit along in all the cities I pass through. Oh, that's nice. And, and you're, you're in Raleigh, right? <clears throat> I'm in Raleigh, yeah. So right what's now, it like? What's, what's the weather like? Good. What's it up there? Because it's absolutely gorgeous here. What's it like up there? <laughs> you know, you always do that, man. <laughs> I got to do that. That's a part of our routine. I got to do it. <laughs> you always do that. That's so funny. It actually, I have to say, it, you know, we have a good solid four seasons, but it doesn't get as brutal, you know, in terms of cold as it does, you know, Northeast, <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's honestly, I, I really enjoy it. It's, you know, it's kind of 60s. Sometimes it goes a little bit lower than that. It's a little rainy today, but we have a lot of sunny days and as long as the sun is out, I kind of don't care. I need, I need, I like that cool, those cool days. Well, you know, you know, the, the fall and the spring, those are my two favorite seasons up in the mainland, you know. And we, yeah, and we get them really well here. We had an amazing fall. That's good. We really did. I mean, I guess technically still fall, but, you know. Yeah, because the, I mean, the, the, good... the summer can get too hot and the winter can get too cold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, That's true. So I like yeah. the spring. You know, I like I like the spring and I definitely like the fall. You know, you know yeah. You know, I, yeah. like, I went to Seattle one time. You know, I, I never saw purple leaves until I went to Seattle. It was ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's just be- wow. ridiculously beautiful. You know, the orange. You're driving and you're just looking and I mean, it's, oh, it, it, I mean, it's just gorgeous. It's magnificent. It is. It really is. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. So, yeah. how'd you? How was Thanksgiving? I know. Did you Did you do the thing? Did Did you get the ham, turkey, all that good stuff, or what? Yeah, I did it. I always say I will, and I did. <laughs> I did it, and I uh, I did it, and uh, I got to see my fam. I, I went up and I and I spent some time with my family, um, some friends, Connecticut. My cousins in Connecticut. She hosted it this year. It was really nice to see everybody. Everybody's doing, you know, thriving, getting bigger. The kiddos are getting bigger, so it's fun to see them. What part of Connecticut we talking? I, you know what I love? I love. Um, Thanksgiving because it's kind of just about getting together and eating rather than gifts and worrying about all that kind of stuff. Even though those are fun too, 
it kind of takes the pressure off. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, don't yeah. you think? Where in Connecticut, um, where are you guys? Where are they in Connecticut? They're just, I forget the name of the, the town there, but they're just, they're kind of like right at the cusp of New York. That'd be like, and Connecticut. that'd be like Greenwich then. Right, that area. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's like that area. Greenwich, Stamford, maybe a little bit past it. But it's so she's in like a little mountainous region. It was always hard to tell. I'm like, man, we're in this GPS. I'm actually getting carsick, and I never get carsick. And I'm just like, man, I need to take a break. Mm -hmm. Just because there's no direct roads to where she lives, you know. So yeah, yeah, I don't even know where we are at this point. (laughs) Yeah, I go. Here's one thing I do want to say though, because I when I drove back from Toronto. I went to Connecticut, yeah. so I had some runnings to take care of in Connecticut. There are some parts of that uh, that state that have beautiful highway. Seven, six, seven lanes, wide, paved. There's oh. nothing like driving on a paved interstate. Nothing. I mean, I was like, wow, this is, this is like driving on glass. It's so nice. You know, then, of course, you got the spots where you got to be dodging potholes and all that stuff. But it is what it is. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's absolutely true. Just being able to drive. You get on the LIE. You get on the LIE. Certain parts oh. of Queens. Certain parts of Queens. You gotta like. Okay, take it easy, devil. Calm down. Oh lord, yeah. I know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the, the LIE. The LIE. <laughs> but yo, I I got a love affair with the LIE. I just I just there's something about the LIE. I just like driving the LIE. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Just because I went to college out in Old Westbury. LA, the 405. Well, first of all, they call it like the 405, right? It's not just 405, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. their like a billion lane highway. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, wow. Well, that, well, that's that's in California, right? That's what I thought. You, that's what I thought you said, right? No, no, the LIE, the Long Island Expressway. There's the, what, well, what, the Long Island Express. What, what, when, when you leave the Midtown Tunnel and you're heading out to Long Island, and yeah. it is, it is. There's certain parts of it you got to be careful. You know, certain oh, exits. That's true, right? Right in Queens. In, that's what I'm just telling you, man. It's like, <laughs> yo, and and you know, uh, so you 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 you. At that point, you're um, you're getting towards Left Rack City, and and yeah. you got to be careful because right there, right yeah. there's a major, there's a major conversion of highways. You got the Van Wick, you got the Grand Central Parkway, all that stuff. And uh, yep. you got to be careful. But yeah, uh, but what's it like? What's it like in the Resource Triangle area where you're at? Because Raleigh is a part of the Resource Triangle, along with um Ra- with Durham and Chapel Hill, right? Yeah. Well, we have a lot. I mean, we have Jordan. Like, I'm closer to like Jordan and Harris. Like, okay. 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 Um, so, so you like in the suburb, suburb, the suburbs of the, the, the Resource the Triangle. Research. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're they're all over the place. There's so many, which is kind of cool. <laughs> That's good. So you miss the city or what? Or are you just um, glad that you're you you can always hop in the car and get back if you need if you need to. You know, I, I miss it. I miss it. I like it here. Um, you know what I miss? I miss being able to just leave. Yeah. Like, like leave the apartment and walk around, and you're just with people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of. I miss that about it. Like, um, the energy that when you just walk out, just absolutely anything is there. You know, um, obviously it's nice to be around my family and friends too. Um, what about the, what about the, what about the variety in restaurants in New York city? Oh, please. I just love it. (laughs) I just love it. Yeah, I will say Raleigh is, you know, I mean, it's nothing like New York, but you know, they are developing fast. 
Yeah, I, I was um, going to ask you that because um, they're saying that Charlotte's still one of the fastest growing cities in, in America. Oh, yeah. And we're still coming. And, like, you know, people are, are just moving here in droves. And for, for a number of reasons, we ha we're just going to have we're the home base for a lot of new companies, you know. So I think they're bringing over like 14,000 jobs um, to this to the Raleigh Durham area about charlotte charlotte's a different one like another story as well mm -hmm. and um you know what you know what carolina in addition to that people are just just coming down here because it's quite you know it's 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 affordable and it's it is beautiful like you still you're not you're not going all the way down to florida you know you're still you're still getting your four seasons you're still you know you're really close to a lot of you know you know what I mean? Like it's a decent drive to New York. It's a decent like I don't know. You're not you're not peeling yourself too far away. Still get your four seasons, but you can afford it, and it's beautiful and it's growing. So it's not like you're moving into the middle of nowhere by any means. You know, you're still coming to a to a really developing city. And they ha they actually have a good uh, a good um, state university system. And I think I think that's what attracts oh, yeah. people. You know. Well, got, and the medical system. Yeah, you know, you you, 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 you got you, know? you got the UNC, uh, the main campus, right? Uh, you got Chapel Hill, you got Charlotte, yeah. you got Greensboro, Asheville, Wilmington, and and when you have a state that commits to education like that, higher learning, um, you're gonna you're gonna attract, you know, um, good people, and that's yeah. what you need. Yeah. That's what you need. You're absolutely right. Yeah, man, that's that's it. You know, so and I was just talking, you know, and so in addition to the education, just like. I mean, it's completely linked to that, but just the safety that, you know, I was talking to my mom about it too, you know, just telling her she's going to love it here. Um, and one of the things that makes it nice, and she was saying that is, you know, as if you're older and moving down, like you just don't want to, just because you can afford it doesn't mean, like you want to make sure you have good medical kind of Yeah, work, man. You know? Yeah, man. That's, that's and, critical. Um, and it is, and and we have it everywhere you look. It's either Duke or UNC. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like you're not losing. Yeah, look, look, but we're we're that's you know something. You know, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about that. Um, mm -hmm. you know, because you know we're talking about what we, we normally talk about what we consume and you know feeling healthy yeah. and all that stuff. But um, you know, let's talk a little bit about how you need that complementary uh, medical infrastructure in place. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, to feel comfortable about what you're doing. So we got the Norris to Florist, um, in effect, November 2022. Holly Louise um, is on. We're still waiting for um, the third part of the Mod Squad uh, to join yeah. us, Julius. Uh, so we'll be back uh, right after this. Great question. That is a great question. And that's a great question. Wow, that's another great question. That's uh that's a great question. Oh, that's a great <laughs> that's a great question. That is a great question. What a great question. On Fresh Air, you'll hear unexpected questions and unexpected answers. Weekdays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJ FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. I'm Scott Tong from Public Radio's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. We bring you all the news that happens between the morning headlines and the afternoon wrap-up. Plus, conversations with authors and artists, stories that affect you, maybe a story about you. So join us for NPR's Midday News Magazine, Here and Now. 
weekday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. You know exactly how you take your morning coffee. Knowing where to get news you can rely on is just as simple. Listen to Morning Edition from NPR News every weekday. From 6 to 8 a.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. You can also listen on demand via the WTJX app, available for download from the App Store in Google Play. So I spent the past year trying to figure out what news designed for 21st century humans might look like. One of the things that really stuck with me was that we now know that humans actually need hope to get up in the morning. And I don't think as a journalist, I ever thought about it that way. We're always looking for new and better ways to understand the world we live in. That's On Point with me, Meghna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here analyze this. Uh, it's a beautiful day in paradise. It's also a beautiful day up in the middle Atlantic. We're the one and only uh, Holly Louise uh, is joining us. Nurse to Flourish, uh, 2022 November. Your check. And uh, we were talking about how um, <clears throat> uh, you need that. Uh, well, first of all, good morning once again, Holly. Pardon my manners. Good morning. Right. Um, how you were mentioning... Um, how health facilities um, or the, the, the preponderance of health facilities uh, in a certain area can, can, you know, uplift and add value to, 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 our, to, to our area, to our, to our state, our municipality, county, um, because um, people want to know that, uh, you know, when the worst, worst case scenario, uh, unfortunately, uh, is in play, um, that they can feel comfortable knowing they're going to get that service, right? Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's something you think about whenever you, you kind of go anywhere, but especially if you're thinking about buying, you know, this is something you think about. You know, we talk about stages of life, but really we don't know what's going to happen at any point in our life. <laughs> and um, I think you, you, it's odds games, you know, and, and stuff like that. Like as we're getting older, it's important to make sure that you're close to um, the care that you may need, you know? And, um, like, you know, funny, um, I know somebody who just bought a home in Pennsylvania, got an amazing deal on it. It's absolutely beautiful. <clears throat> but, honestly, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, and they are older, and, and there's, like, there's steps, and there's um, lots of forests, and there's not a lot of... There's not a lot of um, good medical care anywhere conveniently close. And it just makes, um, it just, it kind of was a dynamic that they didn't think about. I'll just say that, you know what I mean? And it makes them a little bit uncomfortable um, versus, you know, coming to a place, you know, like, like here, if you wanted to change how much you were paying, if you wanted to think about what's affordable, I mean, that's definitely a factor to think about, um, you know, when you're kind of making that transition, like, because it's, it's just so important, just going to add value. It's good for investment property thinking too, you know, getting a good deal is not the end of the story. You know, um, if it's not going to 
if it's not something that's going to meet your needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're we're actually working with uh, the technicians. Go get Julius in because uh, we're going to get him uh, in a discussion a oh, little bit. But, but that's that's a good point though. Um, you, you might you might be wealthy enough to purchase something in an isolated area, but at the same time, <laughs> what about access to what you need? That's a that's a very that's good right. point. Yeah, that's a very good point uh, that you brought up there. And of course, you know, you mentioned Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania got a lot of mountains too, and uh, oh, yeah. and and they got some areas there okay. where um, you know you can get isolated real quick. But at the same time, you know, everybody needs services. So that's uh, right, and it's tempting because you're like, look at this huge thing that I can get with this money. You mm-hmm. know, so that's the temptation right there. But then you're like, you, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Julius, did I get? Um, no. Um, uh, let me um, let me tell him. Uh, uh, let me tell him to to call the number and, and get him on on the other line uh, and all that okay. stuff. Because he says he says. Yeah, because like, I know he was he he was gonna yeah he was. Yeah, gonna he, make he, it, says, right? he says he said he done a video call right now, but so um, we're, we're that, that yeah we've been having an issue with that uh, um, from from yesterday. So. Um, what are we looking at in terms of um, come Christmas time? You know, this time of year we're we're in the business of consuming a lot because you know, everybody's inviting yeah. you over and all that stuff. So, you know, how do we how do we uh, put in place the self the self discipline uh, to, to to not overdo it? Yeah, it's. Um there's a, there's a lot of things you can do, but it is a, it's, a, it's a challenging thing. I would say one of the bigger things is, you know, sometimes I, I've been going into the weeks because I love to eat. So there, you know, and, and now that I'm, I'm you, you want, you, you as want, well. You want, you want another saltfish and pate that we hooked you up with when we what first met? You, you, want, you want some yes, of those? I or what? remember that. I want to eat that again. <laughs> Julius is on the lane. Uh, good morning, my brother. Welcome back, man. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Good to hear your voice, man. Yeah, man. Yo, yo, I missed you, man. You know what I'm saying? I missed you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I miss you guys as well. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, how you been? How's St. Thomas? St. Thomas is good. It's busy. Um, tell, tell, know? tell, um, tell, tell Holly how beautiful it is in St. Thomas today because I could see it from here. Mama, man. <laughs> uh, sunny. We don't really have much clouds. Um, it's probably a nice 82, 81 right now. <laughs> That's it. I'm moving. <laughs> this is crazy. Rub it in. Rub it in. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I was telling her, right, when I first met Holly, right, we, there was a um, uh, a musical event. Uh, Charu was playing down in, at, at the uh, Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts back in February of 2021. And um, one of our local caterers, um, I, I got him to hook us up with some patties and all that stuff. Tell Holly, tell Holly how... How, how scrumptious, right? The the saltfish and veggie pate, right? We, we we're gonna touch the beef and the chicken. Let's talk saltfish and veggie this morning. Tell her how 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 awesome those pates are in terms of when you go to an event. You don't need a whole plate of food. You could just nibble a couple of those and feel good. Tell Halle about that, time, Julius. Yeah, one or two, and it's done right. You know, it's <laughs> done right. They have the nice dough on the outside. The, the selfish nice and in, inside and they have some tomato sauce and you bite the sauce drip out you could dip oh the bread in the sauce oh my god <laughs> 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 
Oh my! Oh, done oh, it. oh my! Yeah, he, he 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 did it. Uh, so I was asking her, you know, the self-discipline that we need to put in place, Julius, come come Christmas time, because everybody inviting you over, um, you want you, you they want you to t- to sample this. Uh, we got sweet bread, um, some eggnog, all that stuff. So what we doing to keep an eye on ourselves to defend us to defend us from ourselves? How do we go about doing that, Julius? Um, I, I think we say this uh, quite often, um, but you can have a, a little bit of everything. Just do it small, you know. Just don't overdo it. Have a light little fill, you know. My my plates usually will have a little bit of mac and cheese, a little bit of stuffing. Um, uh, I'll just do more proteins and more vegetables. Um, so yeah, just get just in moderation, you know. And um, you can still have everything you like and love. Uh, just do it in moderation. And Holly, that's what you've been saying, right? It's it's about um, not torturing yourself to look a certain way. Just doing things so you could ultimately, in the end, just feel good. Oh yeah, I mean that's right, and and I agree totally with Julius. And then I also just, you know, there are other little hacks you can do. Um, some of it, like forecasting. A lot of these parties are not a surprise. You get invited, so. Some people, like if you really want to, you know, stick to your guns, you can, if you know you have three parties in a week, you know, <laughs> um, you can eat something healthy before so that you're not showing up ravenous. And some, because when we show up really hungry, it's kind of when we're weaker. And um, so if we show up having eaten, you know, some really healthy stuff and we have a little room left and now we're eating some of the fun stuff, we're not going to gorge on it the way we would if we were starving um so there's that you know and um yeah just just having a little bit um maybe saying sometimes i'll you know sometimes i know that a party is you know maybe this is a food bougie in me but like some things i want to eat more than others so you know i might just fill up a little bit more on parties where i'm like i don't really want to be tempted with that food i'd rather save it save it for this other party you know where I know they're going to have a ton of the food that I like and not that I'm going to binge on it, but like, you know, saving space and kind of forecasting, you know, kind of what you want to eat. That's the same thing when you go to um, any party, like look around first before you start eating something. Like if it, if it's a lot of food, look at everything <laughs> and then choose. Julius, Julius, Holly is telling us to do reconnaissance when we go to a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hard to do. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, look, 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 look around. Do the recon. You know, check check out everything, yeah. and then you know, figure out figure out the point of attack. You know, I I, I like right. that. There's nothing like <laughs> getting excited about something, and then you're like, "This is so good," and then you go, walk around the corner, and you're like, "Oh man, I can't uh, believe they have that." Holly, now you're uh, down a rabbit hole. Holly, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna give you a Virgin Islands party right now. And Julius, if <laughs> I'm if I'm wrong, correct me. A, a, a house party from back in the day, right? You get there about 11, 11.30, all that stuff. You're dancing, all that stuff. Food sharing about 12, 12.30, right? Big plate of food, yeah. right? Big plate of food. This is midnight, you know, right, right, Julius? Right? Big plate of food. And then and then at some point, uh, if, you, if you've committed to being there all night long, around 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, a, a bowl of soup coming. Breakfast, breakfast via, via via soup. In in between, we've already wrapped a plate or two to go with, 
You know what I'm saying? Right? Right? I mean, yeah, and then if we if if we make it to sunrise, then we got to hit a bakery on the way home. It's just That's just how it is. Right or wrong, Julius? Well, you know what? Correct. <laughs> I feel like that is a once, this is a once a year thing? Yeah, for the most part. For the most part. Maybe twice. Maybe twice I during mean, the season. Like- maybe once or twice during the season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's give it even twice. That's not going to ruin you. And I think it sounds like a really fun indulgent couple of days but mm-hmm. you know you can handle that the other day i would i also don't think you should miss out on those like kind of fun the you all, know the all the all night commitment that's that's what that's that's what it is it's an all night commitment you know we're hanging out tonight we're going out we're going all out you know what i'm saying now now when we were younger memories made <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my gosh memories now julius tell tell holly about when we used to party and then after we leave the club, this is just a regular Saturday night, regular Friday night, and we leave the club and we 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 look at our watch or cell phone. Yeah, no cell phone back then. Watch, and mm-hmm. it, it said four o'clock, which means bakery open, and and the line at the bakery because the bread so hot and nice, and the cheese melting before. I mean, in, in a matter of no time. Uh, a matter of no time. Tell tell Holly about that that experience that we had growing up when we was hanging out. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's nothing like like a fresh piece of baked good right out of the oven, hot still, mm. no reheating, nothing. They cut it and put the cheese right on it, and you wash the cheese melt. <laughs> it, it, it's nothing like it. And or, or we hit a pan cheese and get some soup. Ooh, ooh. and 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 the bush tea. And the bush tea when when they fix that tea that's the, the that that's that's a part of our our culture bush tea yeah. in in the morning and at that point Holly we're getting home about six six thirty we're not waking up till two three in the afternoon that's just how it is man. oh my word you're just in a coma I like I like that I, it's a food a food induced coma. A, a, exactly ba- a baker- baker- bakery. I just need a minute. I need a lot of minutes. You need yeah. to go out. Yeah. Let, let me ask. I, I was having this discussion with, with one of my uh, friends. Let me ask each of you. If we had to sacrifice one of the three meals, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, I'm going to start with you, Julius. Which one do you suggest that we sacrifice? Uh, suggest? Um, I would say lunch. Um I, I would sacrifice lunch. Uh, I kind of do that right now. I, I don't have a solid lunch. I just snack throughout lunch. I'll have some nuts, uh, some kind of protein, um, and just just a snack. I eat a meal for dinner. I eat a meal for breakfast. Um, so I would say I, my suggestion would be lunch. What about you, Holly? So you mean, what do you mean sacrifice? Like not eat it at all? Yeah, it, it, or, if, or if, just like if, having a breathing? If I'm if I'm if I'm saying, look, I don't want to eat three meals a day. I want I want to 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 to, to uh, you know temper temper uh, the, the 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 my, what I'm consuming, and of course you know yeah. it's suggested that you have a, a good breakfast, a nice lunch, and a, and a and a healthy dinner and all that stuff. Which one could you not necessarily? I don't want to use the word sacrifice, but you know modify. Yeah, let me I mean, let, let, let me use I, modify better. Okay, I would modify. I would modify the dinner, okay. um, um, for a couple of reasons. One, because I find like if I if I skip lunch and then I become ravenous at dinner, 
then I'm overeating at a time where I'm just about to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So at mm-hmm. least I'm eating the bulk of my calories where I have the opportunity to continue to burn them off. Also, I don't need as much if I'm just going to then relax, you know, at the end of the night and then go to bed. Like, I can have a more simple dinner or I can choose to have um, some of the car. Like, some people would choose to have, like, more of your carbs at night where you're going to, like, it'll help you sleep versus less in the day where it might be more energetic um, if you wanted to go that route. But, you know, ultimately it's about how much you eat. So if you're overdoing the calories... You know, it doesn't matter where that is on the day, you know, but if you were, I think I would choose dinner for that reason. I would just go really simple, a light dinner and have a bulk for breakfast and lunch. Just energize my day. Okay. I noticed that neither of you said breakfast. So basically you're saying got to start the day good, right? Need that breakfast in the morning, right? It is important. Mm. You don't have to go crazy. You just have something to, you know, kind of set your body up right a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you need that breakfast in the morning, Julius? Yes, I, yes. And breakfast is very important. Very, very important. So I, I want to skip breakfast. That, you, you, we, we would look at that. Um, I mean, just the reality of it, you know, breakfast is that is that foundational, right? That, that, that foundational intake that, that sets you up for the rest of the day, right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. In in a, yeah, in a lot of different ways. Like um, one is just like I just feel like it. You know, I've noticed. I've noticed, and I'm, I'm sure everybody's body. Well, I know everybody's body is different, but you know what you choose to eat will definitely have a huge impact on the way you feel for the rest of the day. So I do think breakfast is important. I don't have a huge breakfast though, because if I have a huge breakfast, I tend to be just more hungry the rest of the day. So I'll have like like a light breakfast, you know, and then that'll kind of pace my, my appetite throughout the day. Um, but for, for me, for some reason, get... as of age, breakfast don't move me, man. And I'm a, I, yo, and I loved eggs growing up, but for some reason, if it's one that I would sacrifice for me, it's breakfast. I don't yeah. know. Maybe, maybe I'm nibbling yeah. too much at night and that impacts what, what I want to eat in the morning. But, you know, and, but you're yeah. right. It, it just seems to me that, you know, if there, if there was one that you would not want to modify, uh, in principle, just because of the foundation nature of it, uh, it would be. That's right. It would be. It would be breakfast. Yeah. Great, great conversation so far. When we come back, I want to ask both of you about uh, protein and uh, protein bars. Could we over? Could we be overdoing it or consuming protein bars? We'll take a break. Be back. Nourish to flourish in effect. November twenty twenty is the secret to happiness? That's a really good question. And how can we live a more meaningful existence? Here's the secret, I think, of life. I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers who help us answer some of life's biggest questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, let's get right to it. Join us. Saturdays at 4 p.m. here on WTJX FM 93.1. 
I am Attorney General Denise George. How much do you know about Virgin Islands laws? Injustices can happen anywhere and in situations where we least expect. I make it my mission to empower you with knowledge about our laws and the issues that affect our Virgin Islands community. Join me on Justice Matters, a new talk show that aims to inform you and engage you to be a part of the solution. Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations. One in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. And uh, we're back here analyze this great discussion. I got uh, two people near and dear to me. Um, Holly Louise, Holly Goroff, the dietitian out of New York City, but now she's just hanging out in North Carolina. What's up, Holly? Hey, Holly. Holly Louise. I guess for some reason we lost that. Julius, is you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. We got we got Julius. Maybe Holly guys on um on mute. Uh oh. on our, you back, Holly? Yeah, thank you. Okay, sorry good. Yes, yeah, sorry about All that. Right. Yeah, I was just recognizing you and telling you good morning once again. Um <clears throat> now, um here's the deal. Uh well, you know, I, I asked a question earlier before I left. I will get back to that. Uh one of my one of my one of my listeners said ask about intermittent fasting, no meals between eight PM to the next day, twelve PM has worked well for me. Now, that's a long time. That's 16 hours. What's up with that? How, how does that work? That's, that's, that's almost like a intermittent, intermittent fasting that's similar. Um, but, I mean, that seems to work for, for, for some people. Um, they, they have a window of time where they, they can eat as much as they like and then a window of time where they don't eat at all. And that, I've heard a few people doing that. And it seems to work for them. Uh, 16 hours is a long time. Holly, you think maybe that's something that we, we should suggest um, at this juncture uh, before the holiday season? If we know, if we know um, we're going to be consuming a lot, maybe we should put our body through a routine uh, because we know what's coming up beginning around like the 15th of the month until like early January. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's what I would suggest, but, you know, I... I I do think it works for people, and there is evidence to suggest that um, intermittent fasting is good for blood sugars and other things. Which I don't—I didn't read it, so I don't don't quote me on that one because I have questions. But um, 
But it has worked for a lot of people with, with you know, weight loss. And also just to put it out there, a couple of things. Intermittent fasting, that's one interval. So a lot of times when people start, it's sort of like a 12 and 12. And then they'll, and then they'll kind of creep down in the hours that, you know, the hour brackets that they can eat in. You still can. It's not a license to gorge. It's saying, like, you just don't have to. It's kind of cutting. It's just creating structure. So I think people like a different, people respond differently to different types of structure. I think this is what, like, in nutrition counseling I've found people really, some people really want me to give them a meal plan. I resist that because I want you to, like, learn how to do it. But I understand that there's a time and place where that's beneficial. And then you can kind of, like, learn from there and adapt and grow out of it. Um, and I think intermittent fasting is kind of like that. It gives you, like, you can you, you, the license to eat a little bit more freely because you're not going to be eating any of these other hours. So that's true. But you still, if you're just going to gouge yourself and eat 3,000 calories in that window, you're not going to lose weight. You're going to gain weight, maybe, depending right. on who you are. So, so ultimately, Julius, what, what Holly is saying is, at the end of the day, everything that we're suggesting it still comes back to self-discipline, right? Yeah, and, and knowing yourself, knowing your body, you know, um, knowing what works, what makes you feel good, what makes you not feel good. Um, you know, it takes okay. time. you got to research. you got to try things. And um, you'll, you'll, you'll then reach a point where you're like, you know, I like this. This works. I feel good when this happens. That's right. I like the way I look. And, and that's ultimately where you want to get to. Now, let me ask yeah. this question. Granola bars and protein bars and other stuff. They, they could bite you over, right? Um, I mean, because, because check this out, right? Uh, the word, the, Holly's key word for today is gouging. You know what I'm saying? I, I, know, <laughs> yes. I, I know that she's used that a the lot holiday. this morning. Gouging, gouging. <laughs> We're in gouge mode for the, for the holidays, right? But, but, yes. but, 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 but check this out, right? Um, the reality is um, if you're very, very hungry, right, um, and you got a big plate in front of you, you know, after you've tasted that first forkful or a couple of forkfuls, you've pretty much satisfied the appetite. You're just eating there because you got you got capacity to eat. But ultimately, you just wanted something in your system. And that's where protein bars, granola bars and all stuff, that's, where, that's, that's the purpose that they serve because they bite you over. Aren't, uh, isn't that the case? Well, they they can for sure. They're they're good to have like in your in your purse, in your car, or something like that. You know, some of them. Um, but you know, I mean, this is where veggies come in. Veggies and fruit, like load up on those things. You know what I mean? Like that's where because you're, what you're talking about is volume too. Correct. So, you know, I I want to eat a lot. If you eat a lot of these these protein bars, can be jacked with with. Calories and sugar, and and that's the follow-up question I want to ask: Can they can they be actually undermining your ultimate goal? Totally, totally. No, I'm not can, saying they yeah. definitely are, but they absolutely can be. Right? How you're using them, I, I think, is is key to how how much you consume Correct. and how you use them. Um, I would use. I, I used to use protein bars when um, I used to keep some in my fight bag, so. When we go to fight the day of, of a fight night, um, I would eat breakfast, eat lunch, uh, but then in between that, I'm just in the locker room. I, I don't have a chance to eat another meal before I fight. Um, and so mm -hmm. if I'm very, very hungry um, to keep my energy high, I would, I would take out my granola bar or my protein bar 
and eat that because that, that will give me sufficient energy uh, for when it's time for me to go in the ring. Um, and so, and it probably isn't it weighing you down either. Right, correct. It's not weighing me down, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to burn it. Um, I am using it yeah. for energy. Um, and so right. it all depends on how I use it. If I'm just sitting uh, just at home or whatever, and I'm like, I need a snack, I, I just ate, I just had a full meal, and then I eat a protein bar, and that doesn't fill me up, so I eat another one. You know, that that's going to be too much. It, it's going to be too much in calories, and I'm not burning that. And that could add to weight gain. So it, it all depends on how you're using it. No, one of my I agree with him 100%. Yeah. No, that's good. No, one of my listeners have brought up um, something that we do on the, on, the, on the back end, which is the flushing out process. So we, there's certain things that we put in our bodies so that our body can flush itself out. Aloes, right? Like Julius, people like suggest aloes and all that stuff. Um, can't, uh, shouldn't we be careful with that as well? Because we don't necessarily, uh, and, and I think it's actually an underpinning of what we, what we talk about. Uh, when we do nourish the flourishes, um, even in doing that, you don't want to overdo it, right? Because your, your body, you, you don't want to tax your body, whether it be in your con- in what you're consuming or, or what you want to get out of your body, right? Because because it, it could be harmful, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. That's- yeah, you could get rid of, uh, you can get rid of some bad toxins and bad things, but you can also get rid of the, of the good ones. And so, yeah, you do want to be careful uh, over cleansing and, and doing too much purging. Yeah, th- th- there you go. See, that's you know, that's the term, man. That's yeah. the term, purging. I, I mean, I, 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 I just, I, I'm just glad I got you guys on because you know, I I, I want to use the street slang, and you guys kind of get me back into into the classroom uh, terminology. Thank you very much, Julius. The purging, I I, I, I like that. Don't laugh at me, Holly. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just admitting that I, I'm admitting that I have some shortcomings, and, and I'm glad that you guys are here for me. Purging, I, I I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, you were saying something. Holly, as a dietitian, with respect to purging. <clears throat> um. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Um, I think that we like to focus on, you know, maybe cleaner eating. Um. To kind of to, to reset. Well, we have like as long as we're functioning well, our body detoxes itself. You know. So I think sometimes like we don't want to be like on these detox. Shakes or just just eat healthy, just eat clean. Your body's going to take care of that. You know, it's it's when we're loading it up with the other stuff. So I think in terms of like giving your body a break, the best way to do that would be to you know lighten up on the food, like it, you know, and the preparation. The you know, just kind of clean it up for a little bit. Um, but Holly, that's why we allow have, your that, body to cleanse it the way it's gonna. But that's why we have this show because the reality is the best tasting food. Don't be like that, man. You know what I'm saying? We we like the grease. There, there's something about the grease that makes it taste better. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying what we're talking about the after the grease, right? Correct, 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 correct. <laughs> like, 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 you need I, to like, give your body yo, a little break. Yo, yo, like, Julius, Julius, talk about mm. a good lasagna, right? Oh, <laughs> my God. You're the worst. <laughs> You, you know, oh, a, a good lasagna got a lot of things in it that we wouldn't necessarily be promoting and nourish to flourish. Well, it tastes oh, so that. good, man. It, you I know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stop salivating, oh, Julius. I, I could actually see you now as a, as a chef. Your, your mind, oh, I, could, I, I could see you in front of the stove right now. You know what I'm saying? Just thinking about the lasagna. I apologize. Oh, Stop. <laughs> you are funny. That is funny. No, I, I mean, I, now I, I want lasagna. 
I think about making one out. He said he's thinking about making one out. And don't forget, right? Don't forget the garlic bread, right? <laughs> More things that. that. I've never been a huge garlic bread what? person. What? Isn't that weird? I know. It's delicious. How, but like, you're not I mean, a, I love yo, everything yo, else. Yo, a, a well done yeah. garlic bread. As a matter of fact, that's the one thing about bread, right? Um, if it, when done well, and and Julius, you could speak about you, you could speak to this. Like I go into an olive garden, and I could stay there and eat bread all night. I don't need to eat it. I don't need to eat a main course. The bread, when it, 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 if it bake and if it's done correctly, I don't need it anymore. There's something about bread, man. You know, it's it, it, delicious. It, 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 it is what you're telling me that you're not big on garlic bread, um, Holly. I mean, it's just, it's just, it never was where I wanted to, to spend the calories. Like, you know, it, it just never, like, did it for me. Melted butter? So melted butter on top of nice bread? Good. I love, now, I love the melted butter. I love, a, like, a good, fresh-baked bread, toasted. But, I mean, so good. But with the, all the garlic and stuff, I don't know. I just, I just go for the food plus the bread. <laughs> <laughs> but like even with pasta as much as I love pasta like I never got into pasta and having bread too well check this you know out it, it, it's November it's but the I'm last day, it's the last day. yeah 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 it's the last day of November and we're in Thanksgiving mode so we're kind of just getting getting out getting this out of our system and we'll probably do yeah. we'll probably do something like this in December but uh, when we when, when we kick it back in and start the new year in January we'll we'll, we'll embrace more discipline but uh, as for right now, what we're saying is you can eat, but whatever you do, try your best to eat in moderation. I think that's a good way to crystallize uh, today's discussion. Yeah. Holly. And load up on the veggies. Load if in doubt, on, if yes. you're feeling like you're going to go overboard, just load up on the veggies. String right. beans and broccoli and all that good stuff, right? Yeah. Even if it's the stuff exactly on the table that, you know, it's just, that's a good out if you if you're like, man... You know, I want to eat it all, but, you know, it's overwhelming, and I don't want to totally sabotage myself. Just as many veggies as you can eat, go for that. And, and, and Julius, yeah. I, I look in my old age to get into, into a box bunny mode where I just eating carrot. Me ain't got to be cook. Just eat it. <laughs> that, 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 that's the best way, man? Or, or, should, or, should I, or should I want to steal my carrots? I mean, I like them raw, too. I like the crunch. I like the crunch. So. The, the crunch, right? Yeah, I like it crunch. Uh, I eat that with some hummus. Like, just, yeah, I, I'm good with it. Oh, I, I'm, with I you. Love I'm with you on that. Nice. <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm with you on that. Raw carrots. Raw carrots. That's what I'm saying. As is. As is. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I want to thank uh, both of you for making some time to join me, um, getting us back together again. You, yes. you, oh, so and I here. back huh? together again. Get, 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 get all three of us back together. It's been a while. The election system kind of undermined us, but I think we're good. I think we're good, and uh, yeah. uh, I miss both of you. Uh, the audience missed you because I got the text messages to ask you the questions and all that stuff. So we did well, and I'm um, looking forward to talking with you in December. Okay, now Christmas, Christmas falls on a on a on a Sunday this year, so I think we should get together the Wednesday before that, if possible. So that would be uh, the 21st. Is that good for everybody? We can, we can set that date now, early. Yeah, that works yep. for me. Julius, that's good. The 21st. Okay. Yes, sir. So we'll knock that out uh, December 21st. And uh, of course, we can uh, wish each other happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, and all that good stuff. 
And, and until then, uh, be good and be safe. Okay, thanks for being with us this morning. Appreciate both of you. Right, take care, guys. Thanks a lot. Oh, take care, guys. Okay, good. You got it. That's uh, Holly Louise, the dietitian, originally out of New York City, but now she's chilling in Raleigh. And, of course, my brother, um, Padma, Julius J., my brother's workshop and cafe. My brother's workshop, cafe, and bakery. Bakery and cafe uh, over there in uh, Charlotte, Mali, joining us for a November edition of Norris to Flourish. Thank you very much, everyone. Danny Challenger, uh, Marisol Garcia, and, of course, Zoe Simit uh, for um, putting that together. Um, I miss them. You know, we hadn't done this since July, I believe it was, um, because on August, September, and October, you know, we're doing a candidate speak and all that stuff, and I was out of here uh, for the last uh, couple of Wednesdays. <clears throat> Uh, at least the last one uh, in in August. So um, the last two, the 24th and the 31st. So um, missed them. But great conversation. Thanks very much um, uh, for the questions, uh, Uncle Eddie. Uh, and, of course, my good friend Larry R. from out of the West. Uh, uh, excellent question with respect to the fasting and all that stuff. So great show today. Thank you, Daryl Jashin. Hurricane season done today. Okay. Uh, so December 1 to May 30th, non-hurricane season, May 31st, non-hurricane season. And then come June 1 to November 30th, 2023, the hurricane season uh, will be uh, in effect again. Beautiful day in paradise. And uh, uh, looking forward to tomorrow's shows as well. I believe um, that one coming from St. Thomas tomorrow. Okay? I think I'm going to be on the rack tomorrow morning. So... We got to work out logistics for that one day. Okay? Talk to you then. God willing. Bye-bye. Views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big cowboy hat on. (laughs) He looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. (laughs) I'm Peter Sagal. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. All of us want to know what's going on, but only some of us want to know the why. That's where we come in. 1A is a place for the curious, Daily conversations for those looking to make sense of our world. I'm Jen White. I hope you'll join me next time for 1A. Catch 1A at its new time. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.